What's up? This is Jonathan Smith, your host here at Shooting the Schmidt. I've got an absolutely loaded podcast for you today. Recapping the NBA Finals with my guy Matt Murphy. We're also going to get into Jamal Murray, Jokic, Jimmy Butler, everything that has to do with the Finals. And then after that, we're going to talk a little bit of NBA Draft. We're about a week and a half away, not even that. So it's an absolutely loaded podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Murphy joining the podcast. We had to bring him back. Usually he's on for for college hoops. Yeah. But this is this is the NBA stuff, which yes, sir. You know just as much about. So I'm <laughs> I'm excited for this. Oh, excited to be here, Mr. Jonathan. I it, I know it's been a second, but glad we uh, glad we can make it happen. Without a doubt. To talk about today, of course. Oh yeah. So as always, before we get started, I have to I have to pat myself on the back a little bit. <laughs> I said Denver in five. You did. It was Denver in five. You did. Back in April, I did a list. Of the best teams entering the playoffs. And at number okay. one, I had the Denver Nuggets. There you go. So, Mr. been Smith. on them from the start. Mr. Smith. He was on it. No, that's good. I, I also had Denver. I think I, I was in between Denver and five, Denver and six. The point was, it was always Denver. Um, oh, yes. And, you know, to give Miami credit, it is cool what they did. Uh, no doubt. And I think that oh, yeah. takes us into, I know something we wanted to talk about. First was Miami's finals run because um, I yes. actually have a plenty to discuss with Denver. Um, Miami's, I just man, their run is so weird. Yeah, like it's so like they are the exception, not the rule. I think whenever we look at just the history of the NBA and teams that make runs to the finals, teams that yeah. rank last in offense in the NBA during during the regular season usually don't make runs to the NBA finals. And I feel like when you look at all of their every series that they played and every game they won, it was Jimmy Butler plays extremely well, and they have a random role player, yep. Kyle Lowry, Kayla Martin, Gabe Max Drews, Max Gabe, Drews. any of them. One mm-hmm. of them scores like twenty three, yep. and that those are the games that, that that they won. And then we look at this series, Jimmy Butler wasn't as good, and outside of game game two. Yeah, game two on the road that they won, they shoot forty nine percent from yep. three, yep. and outside of that, they didn't win a game. But yep. and they barely won the. I mean, they shot that well from three, and they barely, and they barely won, won. That game too. And I will say though, you have to respect the way that they play defense. Yeah, because I think Denver's yeah. the best offensive team in basketball, mm-hmm. and the most they scored in a game is one eleven. It's pretty impressive, and part of, I mean part of that is uh, in general, you know, Spolstra is well known. For his defense, and, and he, he definitely gets given a lot of credit for the coach he is. I kind of wanted to pump the brakes on the Spolstra hype in general. Um, he's a phenomenal coach. He's been – I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but everyone yeah. was like, oh, my gosh, he's, is he the best coach in the league? I don't think any coach that has the 30th best offense – That's fair. The, the worst offense in the season should be considered the best coach in I think he's probably top five. Yeah, if but you if you want coaching props, disgusting. If you want coaching props, throw out throw out a two three zone like every now and yeah. then. Yeah, get a few stops yeah. and people freak Match, out. They went matchup zone, which dude, I love you know me, bro. I just literally this season put in matchup zone and, into my coaching repertoire over at uh, Covenant Christian High School. Shout there you out. Go. And I love it. That was my – I went to that often. Like, yeah. I love that he mixes it up defensively. He's a great defensive coach. I, I like that they picked up full court the whole series. It was extended Murray as whole, well. Yeah, the whole time. So, that I mean, it's great. But 
man, their offense was so disgusting to watch in the in the Nuggets series. It was but it was bad. I do I I do want to go through like looking at what they did against the Bucks. It's it does kind of break my heart a little bit. I'm a huge Giannis fan, and to see them beat the Bucks four one. Well, the thing is, Giannis brutal. didn't play half the minutes in that series. No, yeah, he was yeah he was he, so he didn't beat play up for two two and a half games. Yeah, and. You know, in that span, Miami goes. I think they went two and one. They uh, did, in that span. and that was kind of it. And you and even think, when Giannis came back, he wasn't the same. Yeah, and so people put want to put you know an asterisk by it. I think the way that they played in that series, it I, they would have at least had a chance to win in seven games if Giannis plays that whole series. I mean, they they did yes. play well. Oh yeah, um, yeah, they they definitely. And did. I think they do match up pretty well with the Bucks. So it's, <laughs> I mean, that for beating the Bucks four one. Obviously, shock. Probably, I would say one of the biggest shots of the playoffs, because um, I think a lot of people had the Bucks either going to the conference finals or the finals. Uh, the Knicks, them being the Knicks, that I felt like that was a toss up, right? They won four two. Yeah, and that, going in, Butler hurts the ankle, mm-hmm. and honestly, if he doesn't hurt the ankle, they probably won four one. Yeah, and, and that was it going in. I didn't have like a oh, it's definitely going to be the Heat, or it's definitely you. Probably lean towards the Heat because they just beat the Bucks four one, but you know they're both I would say similar type of teams in that. They don't have, I mean, and Jimmy Butler, we'll give him credit. He was outstanding. He was outstanding up until the finals. Yeah, we'll get there because there's plenty to talk about what he did in the finals as opposed to the rest of um, the playoffs. But in terms of that Knicks series, it's like he have the best player and the rest of it is like really solid role players. Yeah. That's what it is. And And if you have that, you can win games. younger one number one option. It's like well, the first and he's time, not a number one option. Yeah, and it, on on a team that you're you would expect yes to beat a team like a Jimmy Butler led Heat. Yeah, so you probably were leaning Heat there. Um, and the Knicks played hard. It's it's it was a weird matchup in general because yeah. it's like they're two teams that really defend hard. Thibodeau's a defensive coach as well, so that was a strange one <laughs> in and of itself, and kind of went as around what you'd expect some lower scoring, um, decent like decently close games, but. Not terribly excited. I imagine yeah. the views on that one weren't very high. <laughs> then the Celtics series. Which is just weird. They go up 3-0. <laughs> they, they dominate the first three games. And then, this, you know, they kind of hit that lull. And game six, they should have won. Because yeah. Boston was terrible in game six. They were terrible. They find a way to lose. And then game seven, Caleb Martin scores 28. Yep. Like, which is just... Should he have been... Uh... The conference finals no. MVP. The only reason why he scores twenty eight is because of Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I wanted him to win that so bad, but everything inside your, like logic, will tell you, it should be Jimmy. Yeah. The, the question is not who played out of their minds for one game. No, no. He, I mean, he was good though. He whole was. Series. He was. He was good the whole series. But and games one through one through three was more Jimmy than, yeah. than Martin. And yeah, and I would say I, I don't know his exact numbers. Uh, it was definitely a conversation. Between oh yeah, for sure. People and and they released the votes, and the votes were five four in favor of Jimmy. Like there are four people that voted for Caleb Martin. Yeah. Um, your heart tells you you want it to be Caleb Martin because oh, yeah, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. I, I think he. I don't. Even, I don't know if he has a conference. He he's just more well known as a player, more accomplished. He is and a guy like Caleb Martin. You're like, hey, this is a guy who cool. was a free agent, a guy who got cut by yeah. the Hornets. This has been an awesome story, but it has been. I, the Celtics series, I thought. It, it's astounding how dysfunctional the Celtics are. Yeah, and in 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 moments, because yeah. they are just so freaking talented. You oh forget, yes, you forget 
Malcolm Brogdon, who I come off the bench, the sixth player of the year coming off the bench. And he was terrible. Don't get me wrong. He, he was. was awful in the playoffs. He had surgery. Not only, not not yeah. too long after. And he only played seven minutes in the last game. Like yeah. And you th- you forget about that the is, Derek Whites of the world. The, yeah. Well, uh, he had Al he had Horford, the, Robert Williams. Like, I know. They are just so top to bottom loaded, but they just played with so much dysfunction. Yeah. Like honestly, it was like it was so weird to watch because on paper, it, it's weird to see them go down three zero because yeah. On paper, it's like. It's Wait, not even close. The Heat win the first game. It's like okay, that's fine. Sure. They give one game. one maybe, and to go and lose the next two is a stop. Especially and the fact they came back after game three, where like the fourth quarter yeah. they didn't even care. No, no. It was just it was such a weird series. Part of it is, you know, I don't want to rip. Um, oh my gosh, the, their head coach. I said his name Joe so many something. times. Yeah. It's anyway, it starts with an M. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Missoula. 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 Yeah. <laughs> People were so quick to rip him, but their whole season has just been weird. Like your coach yeah. gets fired after every other head coach has been has been hired, and all like your top three assistants all leave. So it's just kind of like next man up. You know, uh, we call him Second Row Joe here on the podcast because <laughs> he sat on the second row of the bench last yeah, year. That's crazy. And they don't have any like experienced head coaches on like the assistant coaching staff. So it's all these guys kind of trying to figure it out. And, you know, their talent kind of wins throughout the regular season. Yeah. Then they got to the playoffs, and I just he was too late to make adjustments. We saw yeah. it in the 76ers series. They didn't make any adjustments until game six. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't see the adjustments made in the Heat series until game four. Yep. And so he's just got to be quicker. And, look, it's his first year. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the second-best record in the league. They they get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're a game away from the, from the NBA Finals. Mm. He's got a future. Yeah. He's just a little yeah. too slow to make some it's good, adjustments. Good experience for him, and 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 in general about Miami's run because people will say it was fluky. The Celt- like people talked more. Let's put it this way: people talked more about the Celtics than they being dysfunctional than they did Miami. People talked more about Giannis being hurt. Oh yeah. It's like, oh, that's why. Like we do need to give them their flowers, and and I think you mentioned at the very beginning them being the exception, not the rule, not the rule, and it's. People that view this at like, oh, that's so boring. Like, they're not the best team in the East. That's why I think this it's the it's cool. Oh yeah, it's awesome. it's set up this way is because the NBA is designed to have the better team advance. Yeah, it's awesome to see when a team like the Heat beats a team like the Bucks, beats a team like the Celtics. Two oh yeah, teams that were way better in the regular season and are better teams probably more talented, more talented teams. teams sure, because it's it's, like, it's the same thing. The one thing that I like about Coach Spo is he is very quick to adjust. Yeah. Like game one to game two, he makes adjustments. Whereas, like coach uh, coach Bud in Milwaukee, just does like refuses to adjust, especially mm-hmm. on defense. Yeah. Um, we look at Doc Rivers; we know his history with blowing leads and the lack of adjustments. Yeah. And then we look at Missoula, how slow he was to make adjustments. And I, I ultimately ultimately think that when you have a guy like Jimmy Butler who was awesome through the first three rounds, mm-hmm. and you get these spot performances from role players, if you have really good coaching, you can win these series. Yeah. No, you, you absolutely can. And, again, we, we do need to give him credit. And what I, I always love to say for other like other playoff settings is, like, think about the NFL. If, if you're going to the playoffs, you have a dart at the dartboard, as oh, I like yeah. to say. And it's like, if you do you need to show up you to get this more. team on the day. And so the NBA and MLB are unique in, like, hey, these are the longer series. You have to beat them. And I would say, like, in general, the more chances, the more games there are in a series – 
the more likely the better team is to win. Right? Yes. It's not just well, yeah, without game, a doubt. Hey, they have a bad day. They show up and lose. That's why I, I just think it's cool. It's I think it's good for the sport. And people will say that I'm wrong for that. People didn't want to see Miami in the finals. Sure, whatever. I think it's better for the sport. I, 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 agree. I really do think you don't want it to be chalk all the time. And so, no, you don't. It was cool. And shout out the role players. Uh, I thought that that's what really got him there. Like Jimmy was great. Um, but everyone, like specifically the Celtics and the Bucks, have great players. The Celtics series. I mean, I, I would argue. I mean, yeah. How was Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler's the third best player in that it series. It should be, yeah. He uh, should be the third other best day. player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, um, it, it's cool run. But, speaking of Jimmy Butler, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. Not, not, on, not on his number. Yeah. His numbers were pretty similar throughout the playoffs, actually. Like it, they were. And, and there were moments where you're like, okay, you start to think. For example, game five, right? I'm, it's middle of the fourth quarter. You're waiting. He has eight points. He's two for thirteen from the floor, and he ends the game with twenty one. He scored eleven straight. Mm-hmm. And so on paper, you look at that, and he's like, "Oh, he had twenty. Like he didn't play bad. He didn't score in the first quarter. He didn't mm-hmm. score in the third quarter." And so that's why I'm going to say on paper, throughout the finals, and and I would say throughout the three game stretch at the end of the Celtics series, where he was like a little iffy, and Caleb Martin kind of pulled pulled weight. Um, it's weird to have a player of his caliber. Again, on paper is fine, but you could t- something. I don't know if something's going off the floor. Looking at his demeanor in Buck series, Nick series, beginning of the Celtic series, he he's like I'm him. Mm-hmm. He's ch- chirping. He's he's talking. Right, I, the Grant yeah. Williams thing. He was in his face and mm-hmm. chirping. There was none of that. None of it at all. You didn't see any juice. I've got there's no juice. I've got a theory. I I think he ran out of gas. Okay. And I said this multiple times leading up to it. I said that I think Miami's better when Tyler Hero doesn't play because mm. Jimmy Butler has the ball more. Mm. But I think that's ultimately what costed him because I think he just ran out of gas. So yeah. in the regular season, his usage rate was about 25%. Mm. Playoffs, that jumps to just under 30%. Career high in usage rate playoffs or or in, in, in the or, or, or regular season, excuse me. And on top of that, his minutes jump mm. from 33 yeah. minutes a game to 40. So not only are you playing more minutes, but you have the ball in your hands more. You're making more decisions. Mm-hmm. And that wears on you. Like, if you watched Denver, they run the offense through Jokic, but Jokic doesn't bring the ball up the floor. Because yeah. that just, it's something small, but it wears on you over the course of time. Whereas for Miami's offense to run, Jimmy Butler has to have the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Hero is just able to kind of give them these short spurts where Jimmy doesn't have to do that. And when you look at his 2020 finals numbers versus his 2023 finals numbers, the difference is huge. And I think a large part of it is because through that 2020 finals run, he doesn't have the ball in his hands the whole time. Mm -hmm. 2020, he averaged 31, 8, and 10. Mm. (laughs) 2023, 21, 5, and 6. Yeah. Which, yeah, like that's not bad. Bad numbers. It's not. But when you have the ball 30% of the time when you're on the floor, Mm -hmm. I feel like your numbers should be better than that. Yeah. And. I think he ultimately just ran out of gas. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I, I, I thought maybe could have been something off the floor too. Who knows? I know there are reports his his father wasn't in great health. I don't know. I mean, I would assume that it's probably more likely that he is out of gas. But regardless, you just don't see that same. You don't. Like, I like to. I kept thinking of the phrase today, like keep that same energy. Like he didn't. Like, he didn't. In terms of the chirping and and you know, I'm the really I'm him attitude. Not that he lost. That 
in terms of production, because production was down, but it wasn't like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. It was just more like you did, you didn't see the spunk. You didn't see the swagger the, wasn't the swag- there. No, it wasn't. So can't believe I just used the word spunk. Um, I like but it. Reg- no, that's cool. I regardless, like man, you, you hate to see it, and and I I think you're right. He probably was just gas, but you play off Jimmy, and it's like man. We just needed to see Finals Jimmy to have a better yep. series, yeah. And, and we did. And if so. he had, look, if he'd been, you know, better, more consistent, mm-hmm. I think that's the word. Because, like mm-hmm. you said, like in spurts in the finals, he's great. He was great, but the yeah. consistency just wasn't there. If he'd been more consistent, this is probably, yeah, it goes at least six, yeah, um, for sure. But, but we to, to switch over to Denver, perfect timing. I was about to say, Man, but they, Denver, we got to give them credit because did you know? They lost four games at the playoffs. I think I think we have the same stat here. Yeah, they four lost four games. Yep, four and one against the T Wolves, four and two against the Suns, swept the Lakers, four and one against the. They lost four games. Okay, went sixteen and four. So two thousand three. That's insane. In two thousand three, the NBA expands from having like the first series best of five. Yeah. It's having every series best of seven. Which glad they did that by the way. Yeah. Shout yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Shout out the league. <laughs> Shout out the association. Since two thousand three. Including the Nuggets, there have been three teams to lose four or less games. Do you know who they are? Wow. Um, One was relatively recent. I, I'm not sure. It's Warriors are going to be one of them. The Warriors in 2016. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, it's like mid-2000s. Is it just one other one? There's one other one. What? This one's kind of surprising. When I saw it, I was like, really? Mid-2000s. Spurs? 2007 Spurs. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, there we go. I think that, that was the year when they played Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. And they just kind of, yeah. I think they swept them. And but. so, yeah, those, those, are, those, are, those are only three teams. And those are three awesome teams just to be mentioned with. Yeah. And their whole run, I mean, just Jokic, man. He's he's sick. He's a, he's a sick puppy. He's my favorite he really player, is. man. No, he and my, sick. my favorite thing about this run is, first of all, you get to see all these media people who don't pay attention have to, like, you know, reveal that they don't pay attention. And it's just, I feel so validated just all the times I stayed up watching League Pass to watch Jokic, you know. And people can come here and they be like, oh, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. It's great. Because one of my big things coming into the playoffs was, you know, people used to rip Jokic for his defense. And mm-hmm. he's, he's not a bad defender. He Look, he's, he's not a great defender. He's never going to average two and a half blocks a game. But when you're smart and you know where to be and you're seven foot one and you weigh 280 pounds, you're going to have an impact on defense. Absolutely. And yeah. that has been just one of the best things. And offensively, like, oh, he's, he's, he's the best offensive player in basketball. Yeah. And it's yeah. A very, usually when people say and it's not even close, usually it is. This is one of the rare cases where I can say it's not even close and I feel like it's not. Yeah. I mean, he's going to go down. He'll go down as one of the most skilled offensive players of all time. Probably the most skilled offensive center of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, just the touch. He's, just, he's ridiculous. He doesn't he miss. Some cra- and it's the consistency that he hits the the shots that you're like, how in the world? Like, he's the touch. He takes some shots that you're like, like the fadeaway one leg. Like, uh, off the right leg. Head, like, yeah. And you're like, that's a bad shot for anyone else. But no, oh, yeah. he's just, he's so good. And, and he's the touch around the basket is so you know, they asked him who he modeled his game after, and he talks he mentions Tim Duncan, and it's so yeah. obvious. Just with the yeah. touch and the little yeah. flip shots. Yeah. I just I love his game. Yeah. No, he he's special. And that and the whole run, everyone will talk about Jokic because there's is really not that there's there's certainly other pieces to talk about, but 
you mentioned the consistency. To, he Every single game, he was probably above 20 points and well above 20 points, right? And, and oh, yeah. I, in FanDuel, you look at the combined stats and odds. His combined 50. points – oh, it's, it's the lines are like yeah. – for his combined points, assists, and rebounds, his lines were consistently like 55 and a half, yeah. 56 and a half, which is ridiculous. And we don't talk about the rebounding enough. No, He's a he, dominant yeah, rebounder. He is. And look, if you're not going to be a great defender – but you you gonna pull down sixteen rebounds a game mm. for me? Like I'm not gonna yeah. like it's fine. Yeah, I mean no, he's he's a freak, and and I know that we're gonna be talking to, about him a little bit later. And and Murray playoff Murray is different. He's been he's he was different. really good. He he had a couple. I wouldn't call him stinkers. Yeah, but but he had a couple games where he scored downers. like 14, 15, 16. Yeah, but in those games he hit big shots. Yeah, yeah, and, and he, that's the big thing. He's he's. A really, really good second option. He's he's perfect match with Jokic. He is a perfect match with. They Jokic. did a great job. Their their GM and and front office did a great job getting those two together. I really like Aaron Gordon a lot. I um, love Aaron. I think Gordon. he's a perfect fit alongside them I, as well. So I did a thing. I think when Denver first got him, it, it may have been right before because when when he was on the block. So this was like two years ago. I did a whole thing on like. Aaron Gordon doesn't need, doesn't need to be the primary ball handler. He needs to run screen and roll and operate out of the short roll. Yeah, which he did a lot more here in Denver, and he's really good at it. He's so athletic. He's kind of very similar to Draymond Green. Just the athleticism mm. allows him to guard multiple positions. The ability to play make out of the short roll. Um, he's a better one on one scorer as well. Yeah, and yeah. man, he just punished Miami. I mean, like, the whole small ball movement has been a really yeah. big thing. But and then Denver runs out like, this lineup oh, hey. where they're huge. Michael Porter Jr. at 6'10". Play, playing the seven th- foot. I mean, yeah, like, they were Murray huge. Murray at 6'6 at the point guard. The and smallest player is Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I know, who's like 6'4". He's like 6'4", 6'5". Jamal Murray's 6'5". Yeah, I mean, they're, dude, they're they're just huge. They're massive. And that was such an advantage for them because they would switch ball screens mm-hmm. and they'd get Vincent on yep. like if it wasn't for that, Kevin Love probably didn't play a minute in the series. But they had to mm-hmm. play Kevin Love twenty five minutes a night because if not, you know, Aaron Gordon's just going to post up Gabe Vincent. Yeah, no, he, he's big and and I think it's scary because MPJ didn't even have that good of a series. That good of I mean, he had a couple of good games. I'm in the interested. Playoffs. He, I I love he's evolved so much though. Oh no, it, I love him. Like, oh yeah, he's 16, one of my favorite players. His frame, his his skill set is like. If you're gonna be able to play a long time in the NBA, he's got. That's oh yeah, set. he's a he's a great shooter. Mm-hmm. I worry about him on defense a little bit because he's of gotten his, better. He's gotten better. It's some of just he has just has some There's brain some mental farts, stuff. Some brain farts where it's but like he's he's 24. Like yeah, he's, no, he's, he's he's gonna get he's better. He's gonna be a good player. For, and for a while. like one on one defensively, I thought he was fine. Yeah, he wouldn't. Jimmy bad. Butler struggled when they put him on him because yeah. he's 6'10 and yeah. he can stay in front. Rangy. Yeah, he. It's so he funny rebounded. seeing the, seeing on social media the some of the memes about him just. Oh, Michael Being, Porter just Jr. Shooting everything. Like, Michael, the possession stops here, Porter. Yeah, no, he he just he's got the ultimate green light, man. He just chucks. and he but should. He should. Yeah, it's like if you're your role on that team, if you're looking at, I mean, you look at him, and, and you look at KCP, and you look at all the starting five, they've got such clear roles. It's oh like, yeah. MPJ, what are you on the floor? What do you, you want him to not shoot? Like oh yeah, I know. Literally, Jokic and, and Murray can both distribute really, really well. well. There's that. And in the Lakers series, when Murray was on the bench, they they run the two man game with Porter, mm. which was so much fun to watch. Yeah, tough to guard too because that's six ten and it's six ten and seven foot. foot. Yeah. It's like what do you, what two do you guys do? That can shoot two guys. Yeah. So, uh, in general, just a really impressive run, and I, the I still can't get over. I mean, only losing four games and to do so oh, yeah. 
dominant fashion, people are going to mention, oh, they played an eight seed of, you know, whatever, a four seed, a, a seven, seven seed, seed, and another an eight, eight seed. seed. Still. Look at, I mean, look at this. To me, the biggest series was the Suns. To beat the Suns. Oh, and two. look, they sweep the Suns if Porter, if Porter, if Booker and Durant don't combine for 70 plus two games, two in, games a row. in a row. I mean, they sweep them. They, and the Suns were obviously a really good team. And, and one, a team that I think a lot of people had kind of etched. As like, hey, they could be really because some people took them to win the the Western Conference Finals because yeah. they're like they have arguably the two best players in the Western Conference. Yeah, yeah, or at least is, the best pair of players, the best so, pair. That's probably a better so, phrase. I mean, just a really, really impressive. I mean, to go conference finals and finals to go eight and one. That's it's just silly. incredible. It's silly. So they're awesome. I'm I'm glad their owner. I heard he's got. Four this yeah, year, like right? the, the Avalanche. He owns all four teams. He's got won. the Avalanche, uh, the Nuggets won one. He owns a not a baseball team. He owns some like small yeah. soccer team, yeah, something, and like the in the NSL, the National mm-hmm. Soccer League, and so he's won like four rings. And I mean, yeah, it's no good for him. Good year, good year to be. And ownership man. matters. Like you got to have does. owners who want to win. Does. And so it does. That was big, but yeah. So let's. Let's move into the conversation that I really want to have with you mm-hmm. because I know how much you love Giannis. <laughs> I do and love Giannis. There's this, there's been this crowning of Jokic, which is very acceptable given yeah. everything that's transpired. So where do you kind of land for the Giannis or Jokic thing? This is so hard for me. I yeah. conflicted, um, and I don't. I try not to be get in the recency bias. Yeah. Thing, because it's like, of course, everyone in this conversation is going to jump to, well, Jokic just, just should have won his third MVP, finals MVP, got a ring. Um, I, I'm i going to say Jokic, but I, I need to explain. It, he's a m- more gifted offensive player. Yes. He's a better passer. Mm-hmm. He's a better rebounder. Yes. Better shooter. Better shooter, which is very important. Very, very important. Better playmaker. If, if yeah, like across the board offensively, outside of, I don't, even, I don't even, no, even want to say athleticism. That's it. Yeah, like on the offensive end, being able to attack from the perimeter is the only thing that Giannis would do better. I mean, they're both strong too. That's what it's not like. Yeah. Jokic is weak. So, where what gets me though is I do think Giannis can guard all five positions. Oh, he um, can. And as a coach, that's just so intriguing. So I was going to ask you to to clarify: you, Am I picking Jokic or Giannis for what? Like what? Who who's the best player in the world? It's one of those two Jokic. guys. It's Jokic. It's okay, Jokic. right now it's Jokic. So here's here's my notes. So I kind of I break down all the offensive stuff that that you pretty much just said, and then I say to be fair, Giannis makes all of his teammates better on defense mm-hmm. due to not only his position to guard all five. But the reason why Brooke Lopez was up for Defensive Player of the Year this year is because he can gamble and try and make more plays on the ball because he has Giannis beside him. Yeah. And that yeah. is a huge advantage. But let's be honest. In basketball, the people who act like when you rate people, offense, defense is like 50-50, those people are wrong. That's it's nice. like it's 75-25 at most. Yeah. It, it may be 80-20. And so that is kind of the big thing. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it is, Jokic. I, I think, though— if Giannis, I, I'm not saying all time that Giannis could end up higher than Joker. I do think he has got intangibles that Jokic does not. Right, and they're clear here's, ones. Here's so, the, in terms of all time stuff, we can go we can do this now and we can do okay. the, the Murray stuff later. Yeah. 
the thing that I really like about Jokic and just projecting the all-time ranking is because of how he plays and how non-reliant he is on athleticism, his prime is going to be longer. He's going to be able to be efficient and be himself for longer than Giannis. Because once Giannis turns like 34 and the athleticism starts to to go, it'll be interesting to see kind of how he changes his game. Yeah, and he he certainly could not say, oh, I'm just going to be a shooter. Kind of like LeBron became like more of a shooter later in his career. Yeah. Um, he'll probably just. He'll, I would hope he does. I mean, he'll he'll be like LeBron now. A lot of like back to the basket, posting up. Yeah, because he's kind of he's developed that little fifteen foot fall away. Yeah, he's he's improved. I I struggle because he's just got everything that you would want as a, like Giannis has everything that you would want as a basketball player minus the ability to consistently make outside shots. Yes. and free throws. So because even him as a passer, I. I mean, I not that he's, he's a, a not that he's, he's a, a Jokic. much better passer. People don't acknowledge. He averaged, he averaged six six assists a game. I know he he's a he's gotten so much boards, better in that 31 regard. Thirty one points a game. Like I mean, yeah, he's a beast. I'm a I'm a huge huge Giannis fan. Um, it's and talking about all time, it's just it's difficult to, I think, project and shout out my dad, Big Kev. Um, he Big is Kev. a big. He hates these conversations because it's like. It's so difficult to project, but oh yeah. Um, and but so as part of this, my answer, I get that from him a little bit of like, it's so hard to say Jokic will continue this level, and if he does, if he continues playing He's the way the that last he three has, years. how old is he? He's twenty eight. If he plays like this for another four or five years, oh man, he could enter the top. 10? Ten. Oh, definitely the top ten. Yeah, he's. I mean, if, the, if he goes and gets two more rings, if he gets a couple more MVPs, if he beats Giannis, he's going to be an All Star every year. Oh yeah, like all, he's all going NBA. to put together a stupid resume. Oh yeah, and with the way um, that they're doing the all the All NBA stuff now, he'll he'll yeah. be All NBA every year. Yeah, and so it's it's scary to be like, okay, if he does continue, which he's done it the last three years, yeah, inc- no, including it, this year, it is. He could be. He could really. You know, rattle the cage, if you will. I what I wrote down is realistically top ten is so it's difficult with with all time though because I feel like the top ten is like who are you bumping out because there's oh some yeah oh yeah good, I mean just ridiculous so, players that you're that you'd be bumping out. You want to hear what a wild thing I heard about Jokic? What he is fourth all time already in playoff win shares. Behind Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, and LeBron James, and then it's Jokic, which is just absurd. Yeah. Uh, so, part of where I not where I struggle, but it's it'd be interesting. I think he's the sixth best center of all time right now, and behind Bill, Wilt, Hakeem. Mm-hmm. Who else? Shaq. Shaq. I would put him over, or I would put Shaq over him right now. The one what? that was like neck and neck, he was neck and neck with David Robinson. Okay, that's um, fair. I put, I like him over Robinson. Um, I definitely, and right now, I think if you give him a couple more years, he's definitely going to be ahead of David Robinson. I, it'd be difficult, I think, to have him get to the space where he's, I mean, I definitely think he could, in theory, pass both Akeem and Shaq. I don't really know. I don't have all their numbers laid out in front of me, but. It's hard, make for, it's hard for me to say. <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard for me to say, hey, this guy's going to be a lock for top 10 when he's yeah. not even locked he definitely for top could three be. of his position. He could yeah. be. But it's, you for think sure. about it's like, man, reading those names, like Kareem Wilt and Russell, it's, um, those yeah. resumes well, every are time, ridiculous. Every time, he sets, every time he sets some record, you know, there's all these since Wilt stats. Yeah. If like anytime he does anything, it's like for the first time since Wilt, yeah. Jokic is doing blah, blah, yeah. blah. So it's just hard to project. I mean, 
it's hard for me to say he's a lock for the top 10 again if he's not even going to be I mean if he's top five in his position you do the math there are five yeah. other people out there like so it's and one of those is Michael Jordan and one of them is LeBron exactly. James and so, so yeah. it's difficult to say for sure I, I think without a doubt I mean here's a question where would you have him right now let me pull up my list so you know I I, I don't want to give away all the details I've been teasing it a little bit I've got a big thing coming <laughs> I think right now I, I have him at 19. Wow. And 19, yeah, so I've got him. Yeah, so I've got him behind Dr. J, Elgin Baylor, the Big O, Jerry West, Kevin Durant, David Robinson, Hakeem, and Shaq. Those are like the next several guys in front of him. Behind him, M- Moses Malone. Okay. Brick Berry, Isaiah Thomas, Carl Malone, Dirk. Okay, because like he's he only has one ring right now. Yeah, he doesn't have the All NBAs and the All Stars to match up with all the guys in front but of you'd him. You'd imagine he would, but he that will. Time, yeah. yeah, like like over time, like he's probably he's gonna jump Dr. J. He's gonna jump jump yeah. Elgin Baylor. I think he'll jump the Big O. He's gonna jump Jerry West. Man, I like how many how many rings does Big O have? The Big I O has Big one. O. Oh, he only has one. Okay, he has one with he's Kareem. Like a twenty six, eight and eight guy. He's like, a he's, I've got his number three. He's, he's a he's twenty six, eight and ten. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Uh, I, so I, I like him a lot, but yeah, 19 is a little low for me. Um, just because it is, isn't a guarantee. Like with this conversation, you, you try, I mean, you think, it's right now. You think it, it is right now. So like if he never played another, if Jokic walked away, he's he, not, he, he retired tomorrow. He wanted to go race horses for the rest not, of his he's life. He's not top 20 then. Because you don't think he's top 20 all Because time. he doesn't have the longevity of playing long enough to have That's fair. the all-stars to have. So it, yeah, I, I would say... I like him in the 25 to 30 range, probably more closer to the 25 range. Would you have him um, Okay, let me just let me let me list some of the guys below. Would you have him in front of or behind Kevin Garnett? He's at 25 for me right now. This is all going to change. Something's going to change. I, it, this is going to be incredibly difficult. I know it with, is. Without numbers. Yeah, I don't have Kevin Garnett. Okay, let me let me pull up the numbers I do have. Okay. So tw- 24 I have Dirk. Okay. Dirk's a career 21 8 and 3. Uh, 14-time All-Star, 12-time All-NBA, the one championship in 2011, Finals MVP, and then one one MVP. I mean, if, if, oh man, that's hard. Um, it depends on what you value. It, um, it does. I would say rings and MVPs are important. I would probably put Jokic ahead of Dirk. I, he I does have the 14 All-Star, 14 NBA, or 12 NBA All-NBA, but yeah, I mean. Let's let's not. I, okay, because this is just going to take it's forever. Gonna be difficult. Well, it's going to be difficult for so me. So here's numbers, but here's my I like reasoning. Him. I like him in the twenty to twenty-five. Um, 19's a little low, but I, I'm willing to hear you out. Of course. Okay. Um, yeah. So I just think that the Moses Malone stuff, Jokic's career numbers are better. Uh, they have the same number of championships already. Uh, he has a Finals MVP. He has more MVPs than Moses Malone. Uh, Rick Barry, his career numbers are better. Uh, they have the same number of championships. If you want to argue the de- the, the defensive stuff for Rick Barry, that's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean they they have the same number of titles yeah. already. That and it's um, but it's hard. Like we're looking at a guy in his prime. Like I know he's yeah. playing. And it, you could argue that he wouldn't have a better. It'd be hard for me to say confidently that he's going to have a better three year stretch than he's already had. And not to say that he's that's fair. He would be headed down, but he's had a stupid good three years and. Yeah. It's tough to say of the player of his build. How does that continue? Like, how does he continue? Um, we know he doesn't really put a ton of work into his body. Like, 
the longevity. He, he can play a full forty though. He oh, did no, it all I playoffs. Know, I know. So, yeah, yeah. We just it, it's difficult to project with a guy of his his body build and what he does in the off season, what he does during the season. Not to say that he's a slob, but he he's pretty openly not crazy healthy nutrition everything. He's pretty open about it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, calls himself the fat boy. Like, <laughs> and, and it's part of that is him being funny. But the Michelin Man. It's just, <laughs> it's just hard. <laughs> it's hard to say and project what that will look like um, in a couple years. But regardless, I do. Yeah. 20, 20 to 25. Like, in that, like, Kevin Garnett, Dirk range. Guys like were, that. If you retired right now, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Sure. That's fine. All right, let's 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 move on to Jamal Murray. We spent way too much time on that, but that's okay. <laughs> we did. So, you know, everybody's doing their, their Murray bump stuff right now. You know, where does he rank among guards? So, I've listed out, these are point guards and shooting guards, because I think he's he's kind of a combo guard. He does both. Okay. So, I've I've got a list of all, all the top guards in the NBA, and you just tell me if you take Murray... Or, or the other guard. Okay. So, I, I'm some of these are really easy. I'm going to preface this conversation by my answers are going to be the season as a whole and okay. a couple things to note about his season as a whole. And he, so he averaged, he did average 24 and 6, right? Which is good, right? It's good. I am going to caution people not to get caught up in the recency of he's phenomenal in the playoffs. Yes. He's phenomenal in the playoffs. And we've got, I mean, did some research as career playoff per game percentage in the regular season in his career just the regular season he averaged 17 points a game yeah in the playoffs 25 and a half that's impressive insane right yeah. his his assists are up two in the playoffs his, his player efficiency rating is up about six um he's good in the playoffs and he is. of course those numbers are a little skewed because the playoffs is a smaller sample size than the it regular is season. regardless he is really good in the playoffs and i am keeping his entire season as a whole where he was ranked 71st in PER. Well, here's the thing. In the first half of the season, month. he's coming off the ACL. And so the second, like after the All-Star break, is really kind of when it seemed like he got his rhythm back. Yeah. And so like once he got his rhythm back, I mean, he was, you know, 23 a game. I don't have the numbers in front yeah, of me. But he played well at the end of the year, played well in the playoffs. 71st in player efficiency rating, though. That's fair. Okay, you ready? Let's do it. This first one's easy. I think it's easy. Clay Thompson or Murray? Murray. Okay. De'Aaron Fox or Murray? This one was hard. I ended up taking it's, Murray. It's weird because they both play with a pretty good big. Um, they do. And their I, games are really similar. I'll also preface by saying I do think that it's hard without numbers, but I'm going to actually go with Fox. Um, That's fair. I don't mind that. I think Jokic, and this is applicable to the rest of the answers all I, I think Jokic doesn't he's, a, he's it's rare to have a number one option make a number two option significantly better I like, think Jokic does do yeah, that that's fair because of and he's all world generational passer um and it's again it's rare for a number one scoring option to also make the number two option significantly better that's fair um sometimes it's a marginal of like hey they get a lot of attention but it's not just Jokic gets attention it's also he's an incredible yeah. passer so for I'm sure. gonna go. I'll go with Fox. See, I I I take Murray just because I I like the shooting. I think he's a better yeah. shooter. He, he he shoots it off the dribble better. Yeah, you know Fox is just a better shooter in general. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Jalen Brunson or Murray? I'm gonna go Murray. Yeah, same. Tyrese Halliburton or Murray? <laughs> this one's so hard. If you put Tyrese with Jokic, this is what it's so it's I so know. tough. Tyrese had he averaged 20 and 10. I and, know and shot a stupid percentage. 
I'm gonna go with Halliburton. I am. I don't I, mind it. I, I said I said Murray for now. I do think that within the next couple of years it'll. Hell, he got. He had hell. He had better numbers. There he did same points per game. Way more assists. He had five more or four more assists. Well, part of that is if I give you Murray, you're playing off the ball a lot more. That's true. And so, That's true. like the the thing for me, and the reason why I think I ultimately took Murray is because I mean in the finals. 12 assists, 12 assists, 10 assists, 10 assists, 8 assists. Really showed his ability yeah. to play make. Which is good. I, I'm taking Halliburton because I think if you swap roles, not that, I mean, Murray might score more points. He probably would. I just, I think, oh man. I, I do, again, I think I don't, Jokic I, I makes don't Halliburton, Halliburton better. Too. He does. He makes everybody Halliburton. better. And I'm biased because I'm from Indiana. That's I'm a Pacers fair. guy. <laughs> I'm a Pacers I don't mind guy. it. I give him fair. I don't mind it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, DeJounte Murray or Jamal Murray? Oh, it's Jamal for sure. Okay. I agree. SGA or Jamal Murray. <laughs> this one's tough, man. They're making this list makes you realize how many like extremely great guards there are in the NBA right now. It's tough. It's so tough. while you're thinking, you're I'm assuming you're no, looking at I, no, I, I, I know I'm going with Shea. I am. Um, so I I'm going with Shea. I mean he he it's tough because thirty one points a game. Yeah. Four and five. And he's on a worse team. He's, his team that he's on is not very good. 31. Is I know. Stupid. 31, so 5, and 6 is dumb. Here's why. Did you Murray? I did. Here's why. Oh, my goodness. Here's why. I think that the way that Jamal Murray <laughs> plays is m- much more aligns with how you want your guards to play in, in the NBA. SGA is a lot of, like, mid-range, which is cool. But I want guards who can shoot the ball from deep. And, look, if you're taking one and a half, not even one and a half threes a game, it's it's much tougher for me to take you. Thirty five and six versus twenty. I know four and six. I can't get behind it. Your opinion. All right, next. Um, Anthony Edwards. This one's tough too. I, I I took Jamal here as well, even though Anthony Edwards is in the same thing of within the next two or three. I'm taking years. Ant, bro. He's he averaged twenty four. I don't have the assist and rebound number. I'm taking Ant. Okay. Uh, Darius Garland. Oh, it's Jamal. I love Darius Garland. It's Jamal Murray. Yeah. I, I, I like Darius, too. I, I, Jamal. I took Jamal. Donovan Mitchell. Oh, Donovan. Yeah, it's Don, Donovan really? Mitchell. Really? Sure. Yeah. I took Murray for the playmaking. Oh, man. I No, it's Donovan. It's Donovan. And it's tough because they do play very different. I mean, similar type builds. Yes. But him is, I I don't know, man. I need to, let me, let me look at, <laughs> let me, let me see what his numbers are. But, yeah, I, I 24, four, 4, and 5, I but but going, but I'm as going. but as the number one option, Murray's not the number one option. Yeah, and I'm he still, averaged four less points a game. I'm I'm take I'm still taking uh taking old boy. Yeah, D-Mitch. my my thing with D Mitch is he just he can he kind of has this Michael Porter Jr. trait of when he gets the ball, sometimes he doesn't move it around. Yeah, and that is the one thing I like about Murray. He's a willing passer. We saw the playmaking in the finals, yeah, and I, I just I, think that that's something Mitchell hasn't quite unlocked in his game yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep saying it. If you flip the two. I think Murray does less in Cleveland. That's I fine. do. I do. That's fair. And, yeah, and yeah. That's I don't how I'm that. doing it. I'm not saying if you flip and the potential fit with Jokic is different, obviously. Yeah. Because we got to give Denver credit of like bringing Murray and Jokic together. You could argue one of the best, not best in terms of talented, but the best fits yeah. in general in terms of skill sets meshing. Um, yeah, I'm taking as a, as an ind- standalone individual player. Yeah, I'm taking D Mitch. Drew Drew Holiday. Yeah, it's uh, it's Jamal for okay. sure. Devin Booker, I'm taking D book. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, uh, John Morant, Ja, Murray. I didn't. 
What? Oh. He's a three-level scorer. Oh, Jamal Murray. Goodness. Jamal Murray. John Morant's not a three-level oh, scorer. Oh, my goodness, dude. You've been looking at some. He's not a three-level scorer. Bro, whatever Twitter account you've been reading that <laughs> loves Jamal Murray. I'm, I mean, it's just the recency bias that he's good in the playoffs. I, like, Oh, my gosh, Look, he, John. Jonathan John Morant Smith. is not a three-level scorer. If you cannot shoot the ball consistently, like all the guys, not all of them, but like here especially, like it is really hard to score in the playoffs when you're six foot two, six foot three, attacking the rim. Okay, there's a reason why Memphis hasn't made it to to the conference finals. Okay, they they were the two seed and they couldn't get out of the first round. And look, I, I get Jamal Murray missed a lot of that. He Their missed job, all that, yeah. but still, the the fact that he doesn't shoot the ball as well. I want guys in my backcourt who can shoot the ball. Oh my gosh, John, I'm that is malpractice. It, it <laughs> that is malpractice. We're gonna just move on and say we disagree. It's I that was the quickest answer I had. It's I know it was. obvious. So what like is is it because Jaws just uber athletic? That is a factor. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's fine. He, he's what? He's 27, 5, and or 27, 6, and 8. My, my thing is, yes, like, he's used more. I understand. I'm saying, as standalone players, it's it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer for me. As a standalone player, no brainer. That's fine. We, we can disagree. These last three, we should be we should agree on. These aren't hard. Dame, it's Dame. Yeah, it's Dame. Uh, Luca, it's Luca. Yeah. And then Steph, it's Steph. Yeah. Okay. What about Trey Young? Uh, Jamal Murray. I can't look. Trey Young gets on my everlasting nerve. He can't play defense at all. Yeah. Lacks the size to play defense. That's the one I would people regard think him. That's the one I would people regard think. him as a great shooter. He's a thirty three percent shooter from three. Yeah. That's it. No, I, I I will say that is the one that I was thinking coming in that I would need to think about. I would pro, and it, this is only because I actually I really don't like Trey Young at all. I'm gonna say Murray. <laughs> Mainly because I don't like Trey Young at all. I think I don't, blame you. I don't, I don't think like any me. team he's on is going to do anything special. Um, I mean, they, he he just has the ball too much. He takes bad shots. Yeah, um, that makes sense. So Fair that enough. that's the one that I wasn't sure about again. Mainly because my I'm biased because he's the worst. But. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he is the worst. <laughs> okay, uh, you got anything else on the where Nuggets? Is, okay, he, where are you ranking Murray then? In players right now in the NBA, um, I think he's he's probably like a low twenties guy, like twenty low twenties. Oh, like twenty one, twenty two. You're serious? Yeah, you don't think he's like a 21, 22, 23? <laughs> I'll put him as top fifty generously. I mean, fifty generously. No, I'm saying yeah, sure. Like, I'll put him oh. in the top fifty. Like, but I'm top forty. I'm not. He's probably low forties. What? Mm-hmm. I, d- I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry. Low twenties is insane. It's insane, John. Seventy first in P- player efficiency rating. And again, that that number, I'll give credit to that stat and say, it is. I think it's one of the most important stats. But it is tailored towards big men. It because is because of the rebounds. You take twenty of the big men off the list, he's still fifty first. Still, man, I no way. I just, dude, you think he's the forties? I do, I do. Do the math. Do the math. How many teams are there in the NBA? But we can't. Just, How many teams are there in the NBA? There's thirty, right? He's what? What option? Number he's two? the second option. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that he's automatically at best thirty-one because no. he's better than 
the best no, guy in Charlotte. Through, through, he's better than. There you go. Okay. No, we can, we'll go down those. We can do this. Okay. Yeah, let's let's I, do. Why let's not? Do it. Why not? We we why got the not? time. We got why the time. Not? Okay. Let me. Oh, man, my my internet is way off here on my my stuff. Let me see if I can pull it up on my phone. Yeah. Okay. So, let's start with Atlanta. I he I think he's. We both think he's better than Trey. Mm-hmm. So so because you think he's better than Trey, does that mean that you think Trey Young's not a top forty player in basketball? No, I'm. I will. I'm probably putting Trey around the okay. same range. So Milwaukee, he. I think he'd be the second best player on that team, especially since Chris, since Middleton mm-hmm. had a bad year. Uh, he he'd be the third best player in Boston. He'd be the second best player in Philly. He'd be the whoa sec- whoa whoa, easy. You you don't think he's better than James Harden? Easy. We just got to chill out. We have to chill out and just assuming that is a conversation to be had. Harden and and Murray. You think? Oh, I can't stand James Harden. Maybe that's part no, of this. No, I'm not a huge fan. Plays no we, defense. You can't just, I'm saying we can't, you can't just, we can't have a conversation with this person, but you're just going to assume. Okay, I, I would think he's the second best player in Philly. All right, keep going. Um, Cleveland, he's I think he's, he's the second best player. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York, he's the, at least the second best player. Mm-hmm. I, we both just said we'd take him over Brunson, so he'd be the best yeah, player in Yeah, I don't know if, just keep going. Uh, Bro- Brooklyn, I think he'd be the best player. Right now, yeah. Uh, Atlanta, I, I think he'd be the best player. Okay. Miami, he'd, he'd be the second best player. Maybe. I That's kind of tough with Jimmy. I <laughs> I think it gets a little dicey going down this list. And and sure, maybe maybe it's more like a 38 or 39. I just I definitely don't think he's top 30. Because I, really? I'm thinking of teams. I'm thinking of... The Suns, who have two two team two players. Yeah, like there there there's some teams out there who have two guys for sure. But like Chicago, he I think he'd be the best player. I don't I don't agree. Really, I think, I think Chicago's a team that could potentially have two players better than him. You think Levine DeMar and Rosen? Le, oh yeah, I, don't, I think part Levine of it. And Demar, yeah, I don't know, no doubt. Levine doesn't play any defense. He's really streaky. Demar Derozan d- doesn't shoot enough threes. I just think there are more teams. That have two players that are better than him than teams that have no players better than him. I don't know, man. Like if, if we just disagree. You haven't having him at twenty one though. I will say maybe my number is bad. Maybe having him at forty, low forties is bad. Low forties. I think twenty one is way worse. I do. Really? I do. Here, let me. If let anything, me pull this up. yeah. Let's see what the internet says, dude. So there's so the ringer. I don't know if you know who that is. They yeah. rank. They do a live updated ranking of the top one hundred players in, okay. in the NBA. They update it like once every okay. every couple of weeks. Let me pull them up, and they do great stuff. Excuse me. They they do the top one hundred twenty five players. Okay. Dedicated over there at, <laughs> at shout the out ringer. the ringer. Okay. <laughs> so a weird number to land on one twenty five. Yeah. So Giannis Durant's four. All right. Let me. Yeah. Scroll. Get scrolling. It's gonna be a second. Um, he is. He is sixteen. No. They have him at sixteenth. Dude, and this is the reason why these He's sites... He's a 40% three-point shooter. These sites are garbage. You know why? The live updated... This is the highest he'll ever be, bro. Is because he just won an NBA championship. His stock is at an all-time here's, high right now, dude. Here's who they have He's not him. the 16th best player in the... There's no freaking way. Okay, here. Let's let's work past the guys. Give me a so they have, him, they have him in front of De'Aaron Fox, which which you, you would disagree with. They have him in front of Morant, which you disagree with. Do people just not understand? They have Harden at 19. Do he, people not understand? You can't look at okay. Murray with Jokic, yeah, maybe he is the 16th best player. Maybe he is. Jokic makes him that much better. I hate, dude. This conversation sucks. Is because 
if you take, and this is my whole argument, is you pull Murray away from Jokic and you have Murray as a standalone player, he's not even, I, he wouldn't be top 40. There's no way. And so I'm taking it, taking them as a standalone player. I, I'm not taking what, what it, it. What is it about his game? That makes you say that he's not a top forty player. Because look, he's a forty percent mm-hmm. three point shooter. Mm-hmm. You can't take away you like that's a it's a stat. Like mm-hmm. he's a good like he's a great shooter of the basketball. You shoot forty mm-hmm. percent, you're amongst the top in the league. We saw the playmaking in the NBA finals against mm-hmm. one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. We saw him run the screen and roll with Aaron Gordon. Like we've seen the playmaking, we've seen the shooting, we've seen the finishing. Like like what is it about his game that that you would say keeps him from being one of these top guards? I would say his numbers are part of it. I I because I, I don't think he's a twenty point per game scorer without Jokic. I really don't. I really, really? don't. If you take Jokic off the team, he's going to take more shots, but he's going to shoot a less percentage. Um, I and part of his assists that he gets are because Jokic is really good around the rim and a good scorer. I just I I think my whole argument is predicated around who he plays with. He plays in one of the best systems. In the NBA, obviously, and with the most gifted offensive player of all time, or not, sorry, not of all time, the best often gifted offensive center of all time. Um, and I just think that makes him that much better. It makes the game a lot easier for him. So that's what I'm saying. If you sub out all some of these players to go play with Jokic, if you know, better numbers, if not the same. See, I feel like a lot of these guys' numbers would drop because the they just wouldn't have the ball as much. That, no, Jamal Murray still gets he still gets a ton of shots up because of who he plays with because he plays. Man, with he's a guy like he's, a, he's an eighteen to 20, 20 shot a game guy, which is a ton. That's a lot of shots. It is a lot of shots. That's fair. But that's I a, mean, no, I we just disagree. We got to move on. Okay, but I I'm we just not that high, I'm not that high on Jokic. I really I'm, I'm on sorry, Murray. I'm sorry, Murray. On Murray. Yeah, I'm yeah. not that high on him. I probably won't be until I see him with an extended amount of time away from Jokic. And sorry to sorry to Jamal. Like I'm sure you're great. <laughs> Um, maybe we meet in the middle and say he's around thirty. That if you—that's fine. I'll—I'll. I'll, the fact that you said he's not around thirty was I'll kind shake of. Shake your hand. We just shook hands. I'll agree on thirty. Okay. I've got it. No, I—I'll come down e- to thirty. Even if you'd been like thirty-two, I'd be like, okay, like, that's fine. <laughs> but the fact you said not top forty, like I, I said, just, he's French. He's—he's he's, he's a French top forty. Wild, but I didn't sit here and make a list. That's but. fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. <laughs> just, um. Draft oh, the so NBA funny. draft. Uh, thank goodness we pivoted from that. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Um, Scooter Miller at two because obviously it's it's, it's going to be one B at one. Um, are we talking? Who who would you take it to if you're Charlotte? Oh, you take Scoot Henderson or Miller? I'm taking Scoot. Really? Yeah, I am. We disagree again. This yeah. is great. This is great. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Um, I'm taking Scoot. Yeah, I, I don't think. And since when has it been, especially in today's NBA, it is, and there are people that will say, oh, you can't have two ball-dominant guards. And Shoot, that might be what you're going to say. But it's not. I think you have to take a chance on a player like him. And Miller, off-court issues, that is big, huge for me. Okay, that's fair. Huge for me. Okay. And um, I, I do think... You can have two guys like Lamelo and like Scoot play together. I do. I think you can. I don't yeah. think it's a good enough reason to not take him. I think he. I think I do think he's a better player overall, and I think he's not 
involved in some of the allegations that that's, that's, Miller is. Look, the allegation thing is and totally so, fair. I, I do think it's close, but I I, I, would, I would pick Scoot. Here's my thing. You, you started the statement within today's NBA. What is today's NBA all about? You want wings who can shoot the basketball. And Brandon Miller's not only a wing who can shoot the basketball, but he, he can put it on the floor, and he can get to the mm-hmm. rim. And yeah. look, like you're offering me a guy who's 6'9", who shot 40% from three in college, mm-hmm. or a 6'2 guard who's, granted, hyper-athletic, yeah. or a guy like that, I'm going to take the 6'9 wing who can shoot it. That is, that's a me thing, I guess. Yeah, I, it's, to your point, I, mean, I didn't really, it, 6'2 is a lot shorter than I thought. Um. Yeah, I, I, I think they will go two and three. Oh, they should. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, and then you got the Thompson twins who are just an absolute coin toss. That does. That's gonna be so. I, honestly, I do think drafting from like four to six this year is pretty tough. Actually. Yeah. I. You could go a number of different like, ways. You could go Cam Whitmore. You could do. I, I, I like Cam Whitmore. Some people are saying Anthony Black at four, which yeah, I think, which, which yeah, I think is a little high. Arkansas guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I I think that's a little high yeah. just because he. Even though he's six seven, even though he's tough and he defends, yeah. he just he's not a really good shooter. Yeah. He he didn't create a lot of space in college, even though he he did finish pretty well around the rim. Um, Taylor Hendricks, I wouldn't mind seeing him go at four, even though it's Houston. I don't think they need another yeah, guy like that. Hendricks at four, that is a that he's a high ceiling pick. He is. That's exactly what Which he is. is. But but so are the Thompson twins. Yeah, they're yeah. Stu- stupid yeah. athletic. Yeah. They just they can't shoot and they played against high schoolers this last year. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, but yeah, so I've got three guys who I say are ten plus year guys. Okay, guys who that I think are going to play in the league for ten years. They're all going to go, if not in the lottery, pretty close. Hendricks is one of them. Good. I was gonna. I was gonna say that he's definitely on my list for B- sure. Big wing, six eight. Yeah, I like him a lot. Can guard mul- athletic. Can yep. guard multiple positions. Thirty nine percent from three in college. Yeah. Can he can shoot it? Yeah. He finishes around the rim. Pretty he's explosive. A he's a good player. Really like him. Want him to see him go seven. We'll see if he goes seven or not. I would love, he'd love be for the Pacers. Perfect to get him. in Indy. Would love for the Pacers to get him. He'd be so. I get texts from people that want the Walker kid from Houston. No, and, and it's not that he's a bad player. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of just man, looking at what they need in terms of a a guy who can play the four, defend the four, um, and can shoot. Like Jalen, he's everything that at least on tape. He's everything that Jalen Smith was supposed to be. Yes, when they brought Jalen Smith in, That's exactly. He is. That's a great and, comp. Uh, Jalen Smith is a backup four. He's a good backup four. He's okay. not your starting four of the future. He's so. not. So you'll you'll like this. Okay. So you know, working here in the building that I work in, yeah. like I know people who know people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, um, Pacers GM comes out and says they don't they don't want to keep all their picks. Love that. Major major possibility that they try to trade up to two and take Brandon Miller. Whoa. Yes. And this is from a guy. Who like legitimately knows like this is a guy that I wow. trust like crazy Breaking news. So like don't be surprised if on draft night you see the Pacers move up. Now Charlotte apparently loves whoever they want it to, so we'll see if they're willing to move uh-huh. back. Yeah. But we know that the Pacers want to move up, and mm. I know that they love Brandon Miller. Okay, which and he Miller he'd be fit. great here too, dude. They would be, and I think anyone that they get. Um, I mean, Miller is certainly an exception of there is a clear top three. Oh, yes. Um, and then there is kind of – it does get a little ambiguous. Uh, kind of dangerous to, to start 
thinking about that in my because I'll get hyped up about that. <laughs> I'm not as a Pacers fan. Yeah, they're they're going to be fun regardless. I think of whoever they get. Um, hopefully it's someone who could who could shoot a little bit. I I don't see much merit in trading up. If you're not going to trade up for two or three, you should stay at seven. Stay at seven. Yeah, I I really hope and and maybe if you want to trade up later in the first. Yeah, trade ups like um, uh, Pelican. The Pelicans are looking to move up two out of yeah, fourteen. Yeah, which you know if they throw Zion out there with all of his crazy stuff. That's oh, have you not heard this? No, the, the they're they're talking about. So the Pelicans want to move up to two to take Scoot, and if they want to take Scoot, like there's major talk of them throwing Zion out there to Charlotte, because just with all the drama that's gone with him and drama the fact that he and doesn't play. And, and, yeah, he literally yeah. doesn't play. He doesn't. He like they were yeah one game back of being the one seed in the West, and he got hurt, and their entire season fell apart. <laughs> that dude can't stay on the floor, and he's got some issues. Some issue so, off the court. Some baby issues. mama issues. Baby mama issues, man. People coming on, coming which is at him weird because he 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 just he, he looks like a nerd, man. Yeah, oh, he, he like, does. No, he's and he, like all the messages active. came out, and it's just like <laughs> confirmed. You're a nerd. Yeah, you no, have he, you have no riz. You just yeah. play in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, <you do>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's he's got himself in a little predicament, dude. Just just he's a, got himself honestly, in a for him, he's probably like, please trade me. Yeah, I will please. go to Charlotte. That's fine. Now where he wants to go is Dallas, bro. Dude, did him you, and Luca would see, be great. Did you see, no, but did you see in the interviews, people? I think it was like a preseason Pelicans interview, and oh, no. someone was hinting, like I think it was Ingram. Was like, why do you want to go to Dallas? See, why do you like Dallas? Or why do you like Dallas so much? See, and he just wouldn't say. And it was obvious oh, that he's got some. He's got some okay, some links. Sure. Uh, okay. Some some we'll say options down in Dallas. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was, so I'm sure he would love to get traded. I'm there. sure he would. Uh, but yeah, no. I. In terms of the draft this year, I think guys that I would want to see. I like Hendricks at seven for the Pacers if he's there. Do you think Cam Whitmore would be available? I think he could be. It's right now. It's just a toss. Every up, every mock I've read, it's going to be Wimby, and then Scoot and Miller at two and three. Yep. Um, I think like I think Charlotte prefers Miller right now. We'll see. Um, but either way, like th- those guys are two and three. Yeah. Four and five are, are the Thompson twins, and then at six is where everybody kind of differs. Yeah. Um, some say Walker. Some say Hendricks. Some say Whitmore. Some say Whitmore. There's a lot of Whitmore at six. I like Whitmore. I think he'd be great here in India as well. Yeah, um, just another big wing who can defend. He's got some. He's like a bigger Jalen Brunson when you watch him. Yeah, that's, that's no, that's actually not the worst comp, honestly. I mean, and, they play a little, obviously, different position, but yeah. And I love the handle for him is so weird. Like when you watch him, first of all, he attacks closeouts really well, and when he's kind of in these isolations, when he is having to think on the fly, I think his handle kind of slips a little bit. But when he knows what he's doing, like he knows, like I know I'm going to the in and out mm. crossover. Yeah, it's quick and yeah. it looks really good, um, which is promising. Because um, like I think with a handle like that, it's pretty comparable to Jalen Brown mm. in terms of the way that yeah. the handle p- purely. Um, which look a guy who I mean I'll take a two dribble guy with the seventh pick. Yeah, to bring up handle and Jalen Brown at this time is, is well. The, the thing with Jalen Brown is he's he's a two dribble guy. And he's a turnover guy, bro. Once he gets to three, well, because he, yeah, but like, like, it's incredible. It's insane. Like two dribbles, he looks great. He gets to that third one, it's trouble. It's it's like he forgets trouble in paradise. It is. He it's literally like in every workout he's ever done. 
he's had a tr- two dribble max. Yes. You know those like the trainers would be like, all right, two dribble max, one on one drills. It's like he's done every drill. Like as that. A two, he's like you can make one move, maybe a counter move. If he gets to a counter of a counter, bro, it's it's over. He's with. it's a turnover. That's toast. what it is. Yeah, they're going the it's, other it's way. Turnover We're going the other way, dude. He and that's what Miami figured out. They pressed yeah. him the entire time. Yeah. We're getting back to Miami. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I got I I got two more guys. Okay. I think. I think Anthony Black is a ten year guy. You do? Okay. Just simply from he's he's six seven, and he so because of his size, he can defend multiple positions. He's mm-hmm. a willing defender. I th- he finishes around the rim well. He runs the pick and roll really well. Mm. It's just the question of does the jump shot develop? Yeah. And because if it doesn't, he could very easily be like you know Dante Exum playing overseas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe not that bad, but you, but yeah, no, I you, got you, you, you catch the drift. Yeah. And then I think Derek Lively's going to play in the league for a long time. Yeah. Is, he's gonna, is he actually 7'2"? I think so. Because I thought I saw that someone tweeted something about him. So he's, he's probably like 7' barefoot and then 7'2 in shoes. shoes. It's, it's yeah. probably something like he's, that. He's probably he's the best like, rim protector in the draft, no? He's the best rim protector. He's stupid athletic. He was the number one ranked high school recruit. Yeah. Um, he's silly. Which is in net, but he's going to go probably somewhere between like fifteen and eighteen. Yeah, uh, he's another guy where if the Pacers want to trade back and grab him, I wouldn't mind that either. Wouldn't mind that at but all. But yeah. besides, that's not the point. Yeah, he's seven one. Just the the rim running and the the ability to, to defend the rim, um, with the athleticism mm-hmm. to survive in the pick and roll. Um, I, I think I think he'll be around for yeah. a long time. No, he he definitely he's he's got the build. Um. And some of the intangibles. Guys I, like that play a long dude, time. Dude, I tell you what, I just Googled Derek Lively really quick. Yeah. Dude was born in 2004, and you start dude, to realize dude, 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 how old we are. I refuse to look at the ages Isn't of these it kids, insane? man. Zion's my age. This dude's about to catch a. <laughs> that's why. Dude, I know. This dude's about to get a bag. First okay. round draft pick. And he was born in 2004. Okay, let me let me ask you this. That is nuts. This is a this is a debate I have I've had with, with some of my buddies. When you see these guys now, are you are we past the age where you can ask someone for like an autograph? Yeah, or a picture. Yes. Unless it, they, there are some unique situations where maybe maybe you could. I, here's it's so tough. Here's to where, see grown men be like, "Can I take a selfie with you?" Like fifty years old. Here's where I draw the line. I hate that. if it's like Kevin Garnett, guys that we grew up watching, like when we were little yeah. kids. Yeah, you see one of them, I think it's totally cool. Yeah. Like, like if Kobe was still alive, if someone yeah. saw Kobe, like, yes, take a photo with him. You see Derek Jeter, take Derek, a photo with him. Yeah. Totally fine. But if I see Zion Williamson, a guy my age, walking about, yeah. no way. You nope. can't ask somebody your age. Okay. I feel like that's where it gets weird. It does get a little strange. I it's I think there are levels to it. Like, if there is a guy that is super high, and Zion is high profile, but, like, Luka Doncic, bro. That's he's fair. around twenty five. If I saw him, he's, no, he's he's twenty two, twenty one. Or, or that's why he's yeah, under yeah, twenty five because yeah. I'm twenty five. He's younger than me, sure. Is he actually only twenty two? He's really young. That's terrifying. If that's true, 20, and he, he 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 might be twenty three. He's low. He's young. He's twenty four. Oh, he's twenty four. Either way, either way, yeah. still young. I'm with still, you. still, yeah. If I saw him, I'd pro- I I would think about it. I would <laughs> think enough. about it. I, I don't. I don't think I would ask. Dude, that that's, it gets weird with autographs. The autograph, like I, I think the picture thing's fine. The autograph thing's a little weird. I mean, you could get money for the autograph though, so that's what's tough. That's is, fair. But you know, we're not hustling like that. Like, no <laughs> need, bro. No need. But yeah, it does get weird, man. I, I have a story. Um, and just as we close, I got a fun story of 
I was at the Pacers Lakers game, right? And in Indy, around Christmas time, or it was either around, yeah, it was in the winter, and it was it actually, it actually was the only time I've been on ESPN. Oh, um, all right. Not, not even a video. I was on the thumbnail of the top of ESPN. What? It was LeBron had it just hit a huge three. Is this the photo you have in your house? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was, oh yeah. I was standing, staring him down, giving the old three one seven stare down, like nice. get out of here. And he's doing his celebration. The you know, yeah, that's dope. It's sick. But that game, about every Colts player on the roster was there, and we we went to this little oh, courtside club. This little courtside club, um, and we walk in, and there are swarms of people around JT and Zach Pascal and Michael Pittman, and it just swarms, and it's like taking selfies. And these are like courtside people; these yeah. are not like top row college oh. kids. Like these are like courtside dudes. So it was it was kind of wild that people would would act like that. And and I, I get it again. I get it. I get it if you're trying to oh like what are you gonna do? Share it on Instagram? Cool, but. To our point, I, I, I lean over my brother. I was like, oh, I, do you want to? Like, no, we're not going to go get it. That's, that's weird. We could feel a tap on our shoulder. We are in the buffet line. And it was Quiddy Pay. Nice. And it just had a good, a really solid conversation. He's a really nice young dude. And it's weird to call him a young man because he is, he is yeah. like three years younger than me. Jeez. Um, but he, I mean, he even mentioned something. Just he appreciated us not being all Freaking like fan, out. Yeah. fangirling over him, fanboying over him. Cause, and there are people that, weren't in the buffet line that came up to him that were like, hey, can we get a selfie real quick? And he was nice. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, But Have you heard I'll this? never forget that conversation because it was the most – it was just a real conversation. It was just like a dude – like like a regular conversation you'd have in line yeah. at any buffet. Yeah. Um, so, so have you try heard, to act like that. Oh, I'm trying to think. Who, who, who told me this story? Ezekiel Elliott was in town last, like sometime within the last year, and his his security guard was with him. And people would ask him for photos, and he'd be like, do you have ten grand?" And they'd be like, no. And he'd be like, then no. And like the security guard would like move people away. You're kidding. No. So serious. Wow. Yeah. He's just like downtown hanging out at a bar. You have 10 grand. Do you have 10 grand? No. Then no. You cannot, you cannot take a photo with me. Wow. I know. I don't know. I don't know if I like that from Zeke, but he's I mean, going to, he's going to need that 10 he grand. He is going to need that 10 grand. He needs to get a new team, man. Okay. Oh. Last thing. Okay. You, you, you were the guy that, I feel like I have to ask this question too. U.S. Open, yes, quickly approaching. Yes, give me. Let's say you know, I, I want to make some change. Who is who's like who's my long shot to win? Okay, who's my this is a good top ten bet. Here's a good top twenty guy. Okay. All right, let me hop on. I last night shout out the boys had my uh, fantasy U.S. Open draft, and I will say nice. in terms of this year. I am one and one. I won the Masters pool, nice. Um, mainly because of my guy, uh, my guy. John Rom. No, Victor Hovland that week. Oh yes, he was a big dude. And Victor, if you're looking for, actually, so his odds right now are Victor's odds, uh, eighteen hundred. That's not necessarily long. I do like him to be around the top ten. Okay. Um, and I'm not gonna say guys like Scotty and Rom and Roy. I tell you who I do. Brooks allegedly shot a 62 in his practice round. Jeez. Um, he's just played really well in majors. Do but you know? In terms of, go ahead. Do you know who owns the course record? Who? Max Homa. Max Homa, yeah. Homa, excuse Max me. Max Homa. 
He, he's plus thirty five hundred to win. I don't know if I like. I maybe like him to go top ten. I don't know. Yo, if he's I like. well to win is look. If you pick the winner, great it's, job. Uh, oh, any, I'm proud any winner, of you. Right, even if you pick Scotty at at plus six hundred. Yeah, like golf is such it's, a tough game. Hard. It is. It is difficult because it's whoever's going to come out and. A couple that I like. Um, Finishing positions. Here we go. I finally found what I'm looking for. You did? Okay. So, Scotty's plus 135 to finish top five. That's wild. Here. Um, Let's see. I'm, try- I'm trying to keep my mic. Usually top ten is where I kind of look to bet. Um, Tap that show all button. Yeah. It'll give you I, all the big The odds. Hovland. I don't, I, now, I don't like Hovland's top ten at plus 135. Um, Let's see. Home is top ten at plus three tens. That's not bad. But I mean, besides that, I'm Justin Thomas at plus three eighty. No, no, I'm not spending money on them. Justin, wait, Justin Thomas? Yes, Justin. Justin Thomas is plus three eighty. Fowler's plus three thirty. Maybe Thomas. I don't know. I don't. I don't. He's not been playing very good golf. Um, That's fair. I don't mind Jason Day at plus four thirty. Uh, Jason Day's been playing some pretty good golf. Okay. Um, but to win, I'll tell you, he's on my fantasy team for my my U.S. Open squad. I did have the number one pick. Okay. Because last time, did you take Scotty? I took Scotty. Okay, yeah. Sneak that's draft. That's who you got to take. I had for my second and third pick, I had Mister Hatton. Nice. And Mister Tony Finau. Okay. Um, that, so those are my top three. Joaquin Neiman, so keep an eye on him. He's not played very good golf, but I think he's he's pretty good. I I like seeing him in. Uh, do you see the the Netflix series? Yes, dude, the best. So the best. good. Him and uh, who else did I get? I honestly don't remember. Those are my at least the top those are your three are right. And having Scotty is huge because you do think have any like around the top ten, but it'll be fun. I I, I heard that stay out of the rough. Because yeah. I've seen videos of the people dropping just a golf ball from waist height and it just disappears into Jeez. a rut, which is just nuts. Um, but yeah, golf is the best, dude. It's the best. Is hot is, take? Is Tiger playing? If you graduate college, once you graduate college, golf is the best sport that you can play. Period. Man, you haven't played enough pickleball. Mic drop. <laughs> golf. All right. After you graduate, the best. Oh. The, the most expensive hobby, probably of all time. That's why I would say pickleball, because it's it's I'm that so low exertion it. of energy. You know, you can play for three or four hours and can. St- and, st- and still go do something else after. You know what else you can play for three, for three or four, four hours? A golf. But here's oh, the difference: yeah. you got to pay, you know, thirty thirty bucks on a cheap day mm-hmm. to to play for those three or four hours. For me, you know, I go. I spend the money on my paddle. That 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 number will be will not be revealed. How much money I've spent on my paddle, and then I can go play for three or four hours for free after that point for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. It's I great. mean, both are great because they're both. I will give golf all my money until I have a wife. I don't and kids, blame you. I will give golf all of my money. I don't don't blame you at all. I love it. I, man, I um, but the, both games are games you need to play young. You because, should, dude. Because I'm when tell you my kids, dude, you get it's what's it's play like early. Well, here's why. Play early. Because as you get older, everybody starts to play. Mm-hmm. So if you start playing golf when you're, you know, 22, 23, 24, and then your buddies pick it up, you know, when they're, you know, 30, 40, like you've got seven years ahead. Like you were seven mm-hmm. years ahead of them. Pickleball, same way. You start playing when you're 22, 23, 24. Your buddies start playing when they're 45. Yeah. 
bro, you got you got twenty years. You're twenty years ahead of them, and and it takes a long time. It does take a, both do. Been around the game of golf. My dad played in college. Sister played in college. Been around the game of golf my whole life, and I've really just turned a corner like a year and a half ago. I was there. You were there. <laughs> I, was, I was probably there. So it, it it takes a long time to figure out, but once you do, once you catch the fever, oh, it's a, it's no addictive. Remedy. There's no remedy. There's like there's Maybe nothing besides, better besides a family. <laughs> it's the only remedy yeah. to golf. That's the only solution. The feeling to the when, to solve golf fever. Look, the feeling of like, like like piping a drive. It's it's tough to match. You know when you're like 130 yards out and you, you drop one on the green. It's a tough feeling you to match. A dart S- sinking like of oh. you know like a 20 foot putt. I want to like, go. That's tough. I tough go feeling right to match. Now. Sorry, eight second saloon where you, I normally you line got dance time. every week. Every week, that's right. That I might need night. to go play golf. Hit the range. I mean, you got time. That's, Dude, that's the best part about it. It's the best. This, the, I've this, the sun twice. doesn't set till nine. I've already been twice this week. Don't tell anybody, but okay, I won't. Went Sunday, Monday. Nice. Oh, so, dude, uh, so you say you've been twice this week. I say you haven't been in three days, two, two days. That's true. Yeah, it's been a you know, it's been a little bit. Dude, I love it so much. It <laughs> I is know you just, do. It's the best. But appreciate you having me on. Of Man, course, I, dude. Speaking anytime. of the eight second saloon, I do need to get going. Fair enough. But my people are awaiting me. We'll have you back on at soon. the old, uh, the, eight the old saloon. eight second saloon, man. Eight a eight eight thirty on Wednesdays. Come through, dude. I want to go so bad. This works. Do you though? Now. No, I genuinely, dude. Look, if you wanted to I, go really bad, I feel like we would have already seen dude, you. Dude, I gotta be up. What time is it? It's it's six thirty. Okay, I gotta be up in nine and a half hours. That gives you about how many how many hours do you need? I need I need at least six. Gosh. Which means I know like it's the days where yeah, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, in those six hour days, I got six last night. I can't night. blame you, bro. I'm a baby when it comes to sleep, dude. Like, you gotta I, have it. Yeah, if I, I mean, I need to get in the office around like eight thirty or nine. See, like, that's the I, thing. It. If I was having to wake up that early, I would still go to the saloon, but it would be for a lot less time. Yeah. See, here's my thing. Here's here's what needs to happen. We we really got to push this podcast. So if we can get to a point where I don't have to like work another job, yeah, I, I can just do this. Listen dude, to this I, podcast, I, so Jonathan. So I go to the eight, go second, to eight saloon second saloon every Thursday. We need him there. We need it, and we need you there too. We do. It, Thank yeah. you for the time, bro. Absolutely the best, best in the business. What? Well, give him a give him a like. Get, Thank subscribe you. on all channels. All channels. YouTube is YouTube. Been Honestly, dude, kind of popping off. I love the YouTube, man. You, I, he's. It's it's the same thing. Have you watched face? Oh yeah, I appreciate it, man. I yeah, I, I don't have an account, so That's I fair. just subscribe. You don't have a Gmail? Listen, man, you're trying to you're trying to get me to subscribe. That's gonna I'm gonna need to make an account. <laughs> I'm first. almost to forty, dude. It's dude. Road, road to get Jonathan to the eight second saloon starts with you listening and sharing. All platforms. Seriously. Best in the business. Thank you. Love and appreciate you, John. We'll have you Good on man. again soon. Look forward to it. And we've, we've kind of the, the 1%? Say, kind of a kind of a dry spell here. And this is where you make your I, money, John. I want you on for the, my one percent. Okay. I would Dude, love that, that is that's the big thing I've got coming. You're probably gonna have Jamal Murray on that list. I'm just kidding. It is like like it is it is my big project. Like like I'm gonna go home and I'll take, you know, the last 30, 45 minutes before bed. And I'll I'll continue to fill out everything I need to fill out because like it's not only going to be a podcast it's going to be a YouTube series I'm going to put it on my Substack like this is okay this is a full blown thing that I got going and here. when I come back I want to add one thing to the list that we need to talk about okay I was catching some flack in the office the other day okay for proclaiming that Megan Rapino was certifiably insane 
for saying that Sue Bird had one of the best careers in all of sports. Oh, she is certifiably insane. And 11 not, points a night. We're not going to get – those are Marcus Smart numbers. We're not going to get into that. We <laughs> won't talk about it. Right we won't talk about it. Ne- next time. Next time. Next time. That is the – I'll give her respect. She is the winningest WNBA player of all time, but yeah. she's played the longest, so – yeah, we're. I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to get in trouble with anyone out there. But I'm with you. No, no, no. You can say it. That's insane to I, say. I'm with you. We will break all that down next time. Once again, for like the seventh time. Thank you so <laughs> much course. for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Love you, John. Love you too, man. Let's go. Peace. Have a great Wednesday night. Yes. It's Saint Saloon. We'll see you there. <laughs> Thank y'all so much for listening. I don't know when the next podcast is coming with things slowing down. There'll be at least one a week. We're gonna try and do two a week. But if there's nothing going on, I'm not gonna bore y'all. So. Thank y'all so much for listening. Shout out to Matt Murphy. Peace. I'll talk to y'all again next week.